There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, once again to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe Spellman. This is Paul Golius. Hey there. And Dave Futernick. Hey. And we. You want to take that again, man? That was kind of weird. Yeah, please do that again. That was kind of weird. Take it again. No. I okay. liked it. He won't do it again. That's good. We're good. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, we're back, and we're. Um, we're uh, we're talking about the uh, fifth episode of The Sopranos, episode uh, season one, episode five, college, college. And the ever iconic college. And yeah, go ahead, Dave. Apropos for the episode college, we have our very first guest, my Woo! college roommate, and first person I ever watched The Sopranos with, Justin Mork. Justin, welcome to the podcast. I'll match your O with a oof, Maron. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Very nice. Uh, Justin is a very talented actor, writer, director, okay. living here in L.A. Uh, we went to college together. Uh, and also, uh, he is a huge Sopranos fan. He came prepared. He's, he's, wearing, he's literally wearing a Polly Walnuts pin. I found this pin. Um, at, a guy was selling it. It was the only Sopranos-themed <laughs> pin I'd ever seen. Since then, I've Googled Sopranos pins, and there's plenty of them out there. But this is the only one I've bought so far. And Very it's nice. of uh, Mr. It's, Tony it's Sirico. It's an excellent purchase, Justin. Great. Thank pin. you. I like I'm going to wear yeah, a pin. It's, it's good. It's yeah. a good like, I mean, uh, drawing you know. of Polly Walnuts. <laughs> it is accurate. It's unmistakable. Yeah, very accurate. Yeah. Uh, a real gentleman would have brought a pin for everybody, but that's okay. <clears throat> I, 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 my goal actually is to like try to get as many character pins as possible and like wear one a week. <laughs> For like Very a year, nice. I like that. If you can't wait for that Vito Jr. pin, gotta find the Vito <laughs> yeah. oh, Jr. pin. I want a Hunter Scangarello pin. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. I, I think that. we should try to create a pin for every single Sopranos character. It would be a lot of pins, but if yeah, you could right. do it, that would be pretty cool. Very nice. Well, Justin, welcome. Thank you. Uh, as we said, we are talking about episode five, college. Uh, an episode, episode that uh, I think a lot of people consider 
not only one of the best episodes of The Sopranos, but one of the best episodes of television and the episode that the show really begins. The show really kicks into gear, becomes the Sopranos that we know. Professor Polly, would you like to do a breakdown of the episode? Yeah, sure. There's, I mean, as opposed to uh, last week's episode, there actually isn't a whole lot to follow in this episode. There's basically two main storylines. We have uh, we have Tony and Meadow heading up to Maine to check out uh, some schools. Meadow's, of course, uh, going to college soon. Um, and while there, Tony runs into a familiar face in Fabian Petrullio, a.k.a. Febby. Uh, who is a former rat who has since... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're always a rat. Once a rat, always a rat. You're right. You're right. My mistake. Yeah, yeah you uh, don't get current, resolved from that. <laughs> yeah. Current rat uh, who's out of the witness protection program, I believe, though, and uh, kind of making his life as a, uh, a travel agent in rural Maine. He got kicked out. This, this character he's obviously got kicked out drugs. of the witness protection yeah. program. Mm. That's how why we think he got kicked out, right? He was doing Dude, more illegal assuming activities. Assuming it had something to do with the drugs. And, right. Uh, it wasn't like drug the FBI agents were like, geez, I, this guy's just bore. <laughs> I hate him. Dude, no. no, but he is a loser. Like, how do you get kicked out of that? What a fucking loser. Didn't Henry Hill get kicked out of witness protection? Yeah, and he's a, he was a fucking loser. You That's ever true. Yeah. Howard Stern? He's like, crazy. Yeah. 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 Like, his fucking drunk. lips like covered in like red wine stains. Who goes to Waterville, Maine, though? Yeah. 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 Well, especially if you're... It's if you're awfully close to Jersey. Too. New Jersey. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like Lobster. He's a, always a big lobster guy. Fetish. Yeah, I mean, you're going, you're, you're, you know, you're hiding out in the woods in Maine, which he has a, you know, an insurance business in the woods. It's right. not a, it's not a, a travel, town. Tra- uh, sorry, yeah, travel, travel, agency. travel agency, not insurance business. Literally that's, a trailer in that's the me. woods that nobody can business. ever possibly see. Apparently, it's right. literally in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, we'll get there, but so other other uh, plot line going in uh, is Carmela and Father Phil. Uh, first appearance of Paul Schultz as Father Phil, I think. Um, because in the pilot episode yeah, when we like see him, different father, different, different actor, a uh, much shittier actor. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they have a, uh, a very, a little bit of a, of a, little a spicy little night, spicy night. In Christian's the night out. Yeah. Exactly. Catholic night out. Yes. Carmela uh, looking fine with that pink hair in this episode. Yeah. We, we <laughs> noticed that she, there was like a Set weird design. pink tint to the lighting on her hair. Her something. hair matched oh, yeah. her house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, which which makes me think that there's it's like a lighting problem. It had to have been. I've never noticed it until tonight, to be completely honest. It looked like she had like pink highlights. It could yeah. have been... Yo, uh, gaffers, you fucked up. <laughs> hey, gaffers, we'd love to shut out the art department, but you yeah. put on notice. Yo, look at... Yo, gaffers, look at the art department. Uh, art department. Look at what they have done. Look yeah. at the bar that they have set. Yeah. Fucking yeah. get your shit together. Yeah, seriously. Pink Go back lighting. 20 years and get your shit together. Pink Make, huge yo, Sopranos. Making Carmela look like fucking Jem. Mm. <laughs> Like a uh, bottle it, of rosé. That's right. Uh, Chindan. Uh, could, could, we're not drinking rosé. But no. uh, could it have been the, the color on your on your sister's TV setting? No, I don't no. think so. Okay, no. all right. Because it's weird that we all just noticed that. For whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway. Are you bashing my sister's fucking insignia <laughs> TV? A little bit I was. I was Dave yeah. also said while we were watching this episode that uh, Meadow Soprano reminds him of his sister. Yeah, well, the relationship between Meadow and AJ was always very similar to me and my sister. Just like she's your older uh, sister. Yeah, she's, she's older yeah. sister, Ivy Leaguer, like very right. like book smart, mm. like like. And studious. you're a lot like AJ, and I'm a lot like AJ. <laughs> really stupid. Uh, yeah, 
yells yeah. at his mom and uh, you know like you know it's a t- yeah my mom ter- and I had a lot of son, just yeah like, my mom and I did have a lot of shit dude we don't have to get into it did you but, ever, uh, did you ever bring your mom an egg and spill orange juice like <laughs> everywhere while you were doing it. I do remember like bringing her breakfast in bed, and it was like so depressing. Like, and then but, she... but much like AJ too, you are a party planner now. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and I drive a Beamer. You aspire thanks, to uh... yo. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for hooking me up Dad. with a sick job. I thought you drove a yellow <laughs> Nissan Xterra with the windshield uh, uh, busted out for a while. No, it burned in the forest. <laughs> me and my fucking. Hot ass girlfriend. <laughs> to this you, day, if I see a yellow Xterra, I just can't help but think of the Soprano. Oh, yeah. me too. Or, yeah, uh, along yeah. with Adriana's, uh, what, what was that? A Sebring, that little. Oh yeah. Turquoise car. Whenever oh, yeah. I see those on the road here in LA, especially like you just see those all the time. And when, whenever I see an Isuzu Trooper, what, what's the, what's the car that like runs Phil's head over? <laughs> Dude, can't think of can't think of anything but Phil's oh, head shit. popping. Yeah. Um, oh shit. shit. Yeah. That guy should have uh, got an Emmy. Um, back to Colin. oh, back to this Sorry. episode. Oh yeah, yeah. thank Sorry. you for reeling us in, Spells. Yeah, no. Um, so Carmela and Father Intentola. You want to start? Uh, you want to start there? Yeah. So we we sort of um, we sort of get a hint in the pilot episode that there may be some sort of uh, weird relationship between Carmela and her priest. Tony makes right. a few comments. I forget what they were, but uh, but so in this episode, finally we so we see Father Phil show up on a rainy evening. Um, looking to uh, looking to looking to get that yeah like that get cold some, Z looking to get some cold ZD, uh, <laughs> yeah, which Tony was looking forward to. We find out at the end of that yes. episode, but uh, but yeah, he gets some he he he's got a Jones for Carmela's ZD, which mm. who doesn't? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I also have a confession to make, Carm. Uh, <coughs> I I have a Jones for your baked ZD. Oh. <laughs> Sure, anytime. I have some in the freezer right now. I can reheat it. it. It's so much better that way, isn't it? The mozzarella gets all nice and chewy. I like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound good. It does sound good. Oh man, it comes and, up and, with... and he is right. It's better when it's cold. Oh, it is. or it's better. It's better to eat it cold. Mm. But this is here's the fat guy talking. You can eat it cold, <laughs> or or you can heat it up. Yeah, I okay. would. I would. Okay. I would eat it cold. The one, like the best dish my mom made was baked ziti, and it was always better reheated. Always, oh, yeah. always yeah. better because it was a little crispy. Yeah, well, but crisp. there's something about yeah. describing the mozzarella is yeah. nice yeah. and chewy. chewy and yeah. Like, oh yeah. Damn, I'm oh hungry. yeah. Dude, yeah. Father Phil, he may not get much, but he definitely gets food. He's, He's definitely a foodie. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, so they start out with some wine, mm-hmm. and they start out with some laser like discs. Any good date. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what are they watching? They're watching uh, Remains of the Day. Were they watching laser discs? Yeah, he mentions laser discs in the first episode. I don't know if they actually are. uh, It's like why he like he like wants to go over to watch them at Carmela and Tony's house because like he they have laser discs. I gotta say they talk talk about Casablanca like like the next morning. He's like that print. Oh, that print! I've never seen Remains of the Day. I've never seen Remains of the Day. I haven't either. I haven't either. Have any of us? It's a snooze. Yeah. It, it, I just think of waiting for Guffman like we were laughing yeah. about earlier. What, yeah, yeah. What, Remains what, of the Day lunchbox. Was it, was it, where did it come out in the 80s? I don't know. I mean, no, all-star 90s, cast, 90s, right? 90s, uh, 90, oh, yeah. Okay, 90, okay, okay, okay. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Uh, Never saw it. 
I know. Okay, so none of us can speak to because usually when you see something on sc- like a character watching something on screen in The Sopranos, there's some like thematic connection. Well, it is, it is, so it is we sort don't of like it. forbidden love, like that sort. Is that of is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So that makes sense. Oh, that's what that's they're that, like that's care, the they're scene? like caretakers. Like I see. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I I, I, Anthony Hopkins was like like holding his hands like at his face. I thought he was like maybe retarded. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I thought. And Carmela like can't handle the movie either. I've never seen right. anybody. I've never yeah. watched a movie somewhere like turn it off. I can't handle it. What? Right. Right. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna turn it off. It's yeah. a movie. That's what yeah. I thought. She was like in love with I don't know maybe like yeah, a guy who's that. like you know low intelligence or something like that. But maybe that's not it. <laughs> that's, Guys, that's strange interpretation. Us. What? That's a strange interpretation of that. Yeah, well, message, just message us and let us know like what, what you think know. it remains of the day and <laughs> tell us the plot. Yeah, what what the thematic uh, relevancy is to this episode. <laughs> Spinoff podcast remains of the day. Just uh, just us talking about remains of the day. All right. Anyway. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, on. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like the world's worst movie to be honest. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna lie. Um. But yeah, so as the evening progresses, things get spicier and spicier. Ooh, they got the uh, they got a fire going that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Tony well, hasn't one. hasn't uh, hasn't used those logs since Lincoln split them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> great line and uh, great line. And then uh, and then Carmela uh, gets a call from Doctor Jennifer Melfi, mm-hmm. who previously Tony has uh, told her that. It, Yo, he's a man. Yeah, Jennifer is not typically a guy's name. Not, not typically. No, David. <laughs> but, uh, but so, but yeah. So uh, he had. I mean, I guess. Why do you think he he lied originally? Because do you think Carmelo would have been that upset? That yeah, because as- he, of course, because like he's like sharing. Like his thinking is like it's like another affair he's having. Like right. he's like having an emotional affair with a woman that like he's telling her things that he can't tell Carmela. But do you right. think cuz she originally assumes like, "Oh, did you tell him about your dad?" Like she assumes that it's a man and he right. kind of just goes with it. And I wonder if that if that sort of if she hadn't done that, he would have tried to cover his tracks like that. Because I don't think that that she I like maybe Tony would have thought, but I don't think Carmela would have like really yeah. held it against him, right? What you guys think? She probably made that pretty easy for him. I think that he was always probably like, I don't know how I'm going to explain that this is, I have a female therapist, but the second that she says, Does, is he helping you? He goes, oh, well, that was easy. Right. Like, like, so, like, Tony, so just he's, he's sort of just, yeah, it, yeah. like, lies come to him naturally. So yeah. when he's served one like that on he a silver platter, he kind of, like, the house one day. Right, right, yeah. right, right, yeah. Right. I don't ever think he thinks about women ever calling his house because that gets in him. <laughs> Into a lot of trouble. Actually, yes. that the same thing ha- gets him into a lot of trouble yeah, it's like, it's uh, at the like, end of season well, three and four. Your house yeah. Number? yeah, why does he have your home phone? Number? <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is true. I never listed. thought about that. Why does Arena have his home number? It's listed. That. And she calls. Oh, him. that's true. It's, of course, it's, yeah, listed. it's listed. Obviously, it's. Listed. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. A yeah, soprano. Yeah. And the, um, the phone thing, especially in this episode too, and like we were talking about, like the phone thing, it was kind of on the cusp of like people having cell phones and not having cell phones. And this particular right. episode was definitely people just not quite having the cell phones quite Right, yet. we see a yeah, lot yeah. of pay phones used in this episode. I learned yes. a lot about pay phones watching this. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I will say that like, uh, I think that also like Carmela may have been okay with it if she, if he had just told her that I think she, I think he was but, a woman. But also I believe that she would have had a follow-up question that and he doesn't even want to deal with he doesn't want to go there oh what does she look like Uh, you know like or like or like 
Oh, but well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But but even if it wasn't a physical thing, like I think actually thinking about it now, Carm might have been jealous, whether stated or not, about Tony being able to open up and pour his heart out to a female therapist, where and not she her. and not her. He doesn't yeah. say shit to her. Like, right. right. Okay. Of All course. Right. So yeah. maybe that's Tony's. So maybe reasoning. we don't know. We gotta get Edie in here to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like any, I, I mean, you know, I hope this doesn't come across as a sexist comment, but I feel like oh, any wife might have an issue with their husband being able to speak to another woman of course, better yeah. or more openly than they can speak to them. I They're, think so. On an instinctual level, you want to be that person. Right. And, and and it's vice versa, too. Like, I like I would want to be that person for my girlfriend. Uh, but you understand, we understand uh, therapy on a level that, that, you know, it's not it's not that sort of... They're not entering a relationship like you have with your significant other. I mean, right, right. Carmela might not understand that. Right. Uh, she she's she says off the bat, you know, uh, therapy doesn't address the soul. You know, she doesn't understand like what therapy is for. It shouldn't be addressing the soul. It shouldn't be, you know. So so maybe she would have uh, not really understood that relationship. But anyway, moving on. Uh, uh, the evening. Uh, we want to stay with this storyline. We'll just see it out to the end. How the sure, culmination. Sure. sure. So she gets it, a phone it, call. It is funny because like everybody remembers this episode for Tony killing uh, Febby. Right. It's named and College. It's it's about the college storyline. Right. And, and really, like I, I mean, the best acting is Carmela in this episode. And like, Edie Falco know. won her first Emmy for uh, for that episode for this yeah. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like not well remembered. <laughs> I, I know, and it's it's crazy. And but anyway, well, so a, yeah, yeah. Just, no, I was just gonna say that you know, there's you know, it's like Tony dealing with a drunk meadow, and it's Carmela dealing with a drunk priest. Exactly. Right. So yeah. it's, right. It's it's kind of like two sides of the two main characters of the show. And at this time, when this particular episode premiered in what was it, ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this was like our first kind of showcase mm-hmm. of the two main characters mm-hmm. of this show. And right. I think it was a really cool uh, representation of these two characters mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that, like going back and forth and intercutting and match cuts and stuff where, where the two narratives kind of feed off each other. And, uh, you know, um, uh, there's, there's one moment where uh, Carmela is confessing to Father Phil. You know, I think... Uh, uh, what is it? I've forsaken for what's right, for what is easy, and um, I have a feeling that God is is gonna um, punish me for uh, all these sins that I've been, you know, kind of, uh, you know, part of. She even uh, calls right. him out. She goes, "You know too, right? right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This stuff too." But then, and then it cuts uh, right when she says that, like God is God is basically out for me. Uh, it cuts to Febby with his gun in his car about to murder her husband and possibly her daughter. Right. So there's a lot of that sort of back and forth, uh, which which is brilliant and which just, um, you know, like like makes both the storylines better, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so ultimately after Carmela gets that call from Melfi, she ends up confessing to Father Phil. They have this weirdly sexual uh, communion. Uh, he slips her the wafer. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where she's her. She doesn't have to kneel, right? I mean, I guess like I don't know. Do you have? I guess yeah. Maybe, she could have crouched. Maybe they have to be above. Yeah, like no. When you take communion, you don't have to. I mean, I, I haven't been to church in a fucking real long time. I accidentally, but guys, I, guys. I, 
I know about communion. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm the you know. Am I, I the resident Catholic here? Like, I just grew up. Catholic. No, I grew I grew no, up Catholic. Too, so, so, so hey, Perfect. okay, so Perfect. you and I are gonna talk right, right now. Yeah, this is the because... first time we've had two Italians on the uh, podcast. <laughs> two Italians, <laughs> Catholic, raised Catholic, uh, and I, most of the time I gotta shut up because most of the time these two are railing against Hasidic Jews or something <laughs> like that, and I just gotta yeah, be quiet. They suck, dude. No, it, they fucking suck. Uh, but this I, this particular episode is very much about. Catholicism, and yep. if you grew up Catholic, there are elements of this episode that, to me, I can't help but think about. You know, priests that I knew growing growing up, who mm. our family knew, we just mm. saw them every Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, but I no, none of them ever came to our house, and none of <laughs> right. them ever hung out with my mother right. alone. Right. So yeah. there's really nothing. That's surprising right me. About Your mother this. is lovely. Justin. <laughs> she's a, she's a lovely woman, and lovely priests woman. wanted to hang out. How's with her ziti? <laughs> Um, she, I, I, good, fine, but it's not <laughs> for the record, but for fine, the fine, it's fine, fine. but yeah. not, not priest worthy. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, as I remember, I mean, you, you got communion, you could go up and, and get a wafer, uh, every, every, every Sunday and you just get in line oh, and you're standing Yo, you up get yeah, away for every, Sunday. every Sunday, man. I did it accidentally in Oklahoma. <laughs> when I was, How uh, did you accidentally get what? communion in with, Oklahoma? Well, you, you well I'll tell the story quick. It was like I was with my uh, aunt and uncle and my cousin on a on his baseball field trip, like his traveling baseball team. We were in Oklahoma. <laughs> I came with them. Story. I came with them for this fun. This is made up. I feel and like. no, it's not. It's not. And uh, we they they were Catholic and like pretty religious, and and they wanted to go to church, so they went to this big mega church in like Oklahoma. And I'm just like you know going through the motions or whatever, and then everybody gets up and starts walking, and I'm like. I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Uh, I might have been younger than that, 11 or something. And uh, I just like go up and, um, you know, she gives me the wafer and I just take it and I go, thanks. And I walk back <laughs> to my seat and up the aisle in this big church, she stops the line, walks back to my seat and she's like, Cause you, you, ha- you have to eat it. Oh, and like, she had a weird voice. And um, <laughs> What? And I was she like, was possessed. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just ate it. And my aunt's like, you just took your first communion. And I was like, oh, cool. Dude, you <laughs> accidentally <laughs> receiving a sacrament. <laughs> That's like me I'm accidentally sorry. getting a bris. 100% true. I was yeah. also baptized, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I was barbed. that story. That's 100% oh, true. Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm Jewish now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, so she okay, so anyway, sacrament. Uh, Is that weird sacrament. story? That's hilarious. Uh, you know, they they end up uh, they 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 drink a little too much of that sacramental wine. Nice. Carmela get uh, yeah, oh, good call. Attentive to detail. Detail you are, Justin. And then uh, uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Help settle the stomach. Uh, That's right. And Carmela gets the call from AJ. He's sleeping over at Jason's. He's been playing Nintendo for uh, eleven hours. He's been playing and, Nintendo uh, for his whole life. <laughs> right. And uh, and so they're gonna have the house to themselves. And then that's I don't know. Like things sort of uh, just the air, the air gets let out of the balloon, and they kind of just like fall asleep with their heads uh, right in the moment when they're about to. Uh, like buddies. Like yeah, like they're right, right in the moment when something might happen. Um, he uh, Father Phil. Uh, either chickens out or he legitimately gets sick from too much wine and runs to the bathroom. We get that like Dutch angle of him like leaning against the wall mm-hmm. and we hear him vomiting. Yeah. Uh, and then they both sort of, you know, cooler heads prevail and they both kind of call it a night. Um, 
Let's uh, let's switch over to the other storyline. Let's uh, let's yeah. talk about what goes down in Maine. What goes down in Maine? Um, well, first off, they start out uh, going to colleges. Yep. Bates, um, Colby, Bates, Bowden, Bowden, all Hit, the greats, all the gems. I can't think of another one. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so and there. then, but so they're on the they're in the car <laughs> ride up there and lobster you. And uh, Lobster University, we all know that. Uh, no. And and Meadow just sort of out of the blue, just like lobs this at him. Are you in the mafia? Am I in the what? Are you in the mafia? Are you in the mafia? And it's kind. It's that, like, that clip is used like a lot. Are you in the mafia? Am I in the what? Oh, it's, it's probably little... one of the most infamous clips and scenes like in The Sopranos. Yeah. It's just great. You weren't expecting that moment where head-on confrontation was coming so early in the series. You would think that, but they but they lead into it. Like remember the last episode that you know um, she she's telling AJ, yep. like you know what our father does, and like that whole plot line like to end the last episode. Yeah, with uh, like, what, was, <laughs> what, was, what was was the website? Was the, it was like Geo's mob, mobster mobs, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you open it up, it's like a MySpace page. It's like gunshots to go. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Me- Megamob.com. Yeah. Com. I was going to say, yeah. Joe, I thought you were supposed to buy that URL this week. Yeah, come on, man. Someone beat me to it. <laughs> just last week? Yeah, I don't Somebody know. Somebody listened to the I, podcast. I, yeah, I know. I think so. Nobody beat you to it. You just decided no, it no, wasn't No, 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 dude. It. Someone beat me to it. Someone who listens to the podcast, they're like, yeah. You can have it for $10 million. I was like, okay, man. Yo, th- I don't know hey, who you think you're dealing with here. If you bought that URL, email us. Let us know. We won't be mad. <laughs> just let us know, though, just so we know. But, yeah, it is a great scene, and it's an important scene, especially between uh, Tony and Meadows' relationship. Probably uh, one of the most important. I, oh, I would, yeah. I would say so, and it sort of sets the tone for their relationship going forward. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, uh, you know, Tony sort of comes clean, not completely, but you got to – like really, in the moment, you give him credit for at least coming partially clean. Yeah, being her. being somewhat honest about right. it. Like, um, and, and she gives him credit for that too. Right, and she does. And 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 uh, throughout the episode, that continues to be tested, and that's what they sort of set up early on. It's I think it's within the first fifteen minutes of the episode. Just also, it's the, the it's the first time that because then she goes on to be like mom, like is like so in denial about it. Like it's the first time where like uh, of many times where Meadow is like so complimentary of Tony and mm. s- like s- spewing negative shit towards Carmel. He even tells her at one point, I can't remember which episode it is, but he tells her at one point, like, you know, I think he's drunk. It's like season three or something like that. And he's sitting there and he's like, you know, a lot of people say you're like your mother, but you're all me. Mm. Yeah. 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 I yeah. love mm-hmm. that because he really does. He sees himself and his daughter in so many ways and you know how, how her brain works. Cause she is, she's really smart Meadow. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, she is, yeah. Um, I think she's too young to know how to use those smarts at this point in the show, <laughs> but she is a brilliant girl. And I will say too that I generally am annoyed by Meadow Soprano, and oh, this yeah. particular yes. episode she's also very annoying. I'm not gonna lie, but I also will say though that for you know the sake of the character and the actress, like this is probably the best she ever was. Oh, she yeah. was at her youngest. Yeah. But also, like, just being able to play opposite of Jim Gandolfini like that, yeah. too. Like, yeah, as a young is, actress yeah. and hold his own and really challenge him and keep him on his toes. Yeah. That's really impressive. Well, I, yeah, I read really good in that dinner. Mm-hmm. I read, yeah, 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 definitely. I read something about um, an interview with uh, Jamie Lynn, and she, she recalled that uh, during the table read of this episode, usually, you know, um, uh, Gandolfini was at the head of the table, and when she walked in, he he like relinquished his seat to her and said, this is your oh, episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he, and, and, and it really is so like, cool. she, like 
really like she she you know holds her own against him and, mm-hmm. and that's really that good. scene in the restaurant really is good it's yeah. it's very well directed mm-hmm. yeah very well directed she comes off very natural that relationship between them that loving relationship there are a lot, i've noticed like uh when we were watching tonight like there are a lot of like really good pauses uh like mm-hmm. uh in which i assume are intentional pauses mm-hmm. between the two of them like in the car in the restaurant yep. like the 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 uh, stuff between them really breathes like very well. It's like yeah. very 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 well. Directed. One of my favorite lines ever that she that in the entire series of the show honestly happened happened in this episode where he says, "Geez, you know, right when she tells him, I we were taking speed for a while, Dad. I'm being honest with you." Yeah. And he says, "Geez, right under your nose, like you would think you'd know." And she goes, "No, you won't. <laughs> yeah. Right? You'll never know." I and think I think that, that's really that says yeah. a lot. To, I think I'm, I'm not a parent, but I think yeah. to parenting, like you're not gonna know what your kids are doing all the time. And that's yo, that's, you got rid of your kids, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I got a little tired of them, and I left them in uh, in New York. Took them up Hell to yeah. Maine and left them. Hell uh, yeah. I don't have. But kids. yeah, but yeah, that's something that early on, especially in the series, um, uh, The Sopranos was really like connecting with like everyday average Americans living in suburbia, dealing right. with raising children in modern America. And that's something that I think really hit home with people. Um, but yeah, so as the episode progresses, that sort of new established uh, truthfulness that, that Tony and, and his daughter have is sort of tested when Tony runs into, randomly at a gas station, I think, uh, a rat who uh, named Fabian Petrullio, who, uh, who, what, 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 did he say specifically what he did? He just, he, he, like, he sold, he sold H and then, uh, he got busted and he, uh, he basically ratted out like a bunch of people from the, it, it a, sounds like it was a huge hit to the Sopranos crew. He was a former DeMeo family so- right, soldier. Right, right, and right. then I guess he ratted out a lot of people, including, I think it was Jackie April. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Jackie April knew him, and, and um, he gave info that led to the April convictions. Jesus. And he yeah. said it, like, killed his father, basically. Yeah. Like, oh, it, his it, father it, had already been yeah. sick at the time. Right. And that inform- that and like, like, put him over the like, top. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah so, so Tony is established that this isn't just any guy. This right. is somebody who Tony really has, uh, you know, a vendetta against. And so when he runs into him at this gas station, there's that crazy scene where he's, like, trying to follow him, but he's got his daughter in the car. Right. And she's who's talking like, to these really old guys for some weird reason? I always thought yeah, that was yeah. weird. She was like a young girl, and she's talking to these like older dudes. I'm like, why <laughs> no, would Tony ni- be okay in, with that? In '99, that doesn't seem to be a problem because we already talked about how uh, Carmelo wasn't like startled by the fact that Brendan Filoni was like trying to holler at Hunter. <laughs> right. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. also so, they don't they don't get a lot of pretty girls up in Maine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, the few that we saw in this Shout episode. Shout out to Maine, yeah. Yo. Yo, Maine, you, Dude, you I'm know, here, I'm you know here, what it is, Maine. I'm, you know what it is. I'm here to rip all the states. <laughs> Maine, oh, shit. you're number one. Oh, damn spells. Whoa, man. whoa, whoa. I can't I can't hate on Maine, dude. I got a lot of good times in Maine. No, you me know. too. <laughs> Booth Bay Harbor. Yo, shout out to Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. Anyway, yo. Yeah, Haiti <laughs> National Park, <laughs> Bailey's <laughs> Campground, Maine. Yo, I love it. There we go. Big shout out. I might have to visit Maine one day, so I'm going to keep my yeah, mouth shut. Yeah, I have not. I have not had the privilege. Or uh, maybe yeah, well, then, that's it. crazy. Cool. Then but shut anyway. the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so uh, so yeah, Tony puts a call into Chris. He he thinks he's spotted a rat. We get the all the exposition about what happened, right? Uh, and uh, and Tony ends up doing some snooping around the town. He looks him up, and turns out he is he's running 
a um like a travel agency uh with every like his ad in the in the phone book is like italy it's like i'm right. italian come to me to send to you to italy it and he's, got, he's got the posters and the right like, yeah Piazza de Domo. and it says on the ad to ask for in quotations like freddie or something like right, that like yeah, why would yeah, you yeah. put that yeah, in, right, on an ad yeah, yeah. Good job disguising he really yourself, himself dude. away. He's like, just in case I forget my new name, call me Freddy. Um, but but yeah, so and then don't forget to come to uh, biggest rat in the Northeast Travel Agency. Uh, but then but but then the cat becomes the mouse when when oh, yeah. Febby uh, love a good turn when Febby. Uh, uh, gets how does he how does he figure out that Tony might be after him? He starts getting suspicious. It's, he saw him. He at saw the gas him. station. Yeah, he, he saw, saw him at the gas station. station. That oh. initial time, he saw him. Because then he goes to talk to Tank. Yeah, at the garage. Hey, did anybody did anybody talk about me? Ask for me. New York sounding. New York sounding. Yeah, just general New York sounding. You know, like us, like us. Yeah, he does sound a little bit like Big Puss. Oh, dude, he does sound. And then, so anyway, so there's there's a bit of that tip for that. It was that. weird he when he's like, tone, not in the face. Tone, not yeah. in the face. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, a little foreshadowing. Um, no, but so, but so, uh, Tony eventually, oh, and then he almost kills Tony outside the hotel. He's, he's yeah, got, has a in clean his crosshairs. Uh, that could have been the end of Tony. Then, uh, quick easily. little side commendatore, the, uh, <laughs> the fucking Midwest couple that shows up to their, uh, their, uh, Oh, Motel the old, room right like, next fat door. People with like yeah. the front asses like coming out straight like, from the uh, early bird special. Like ah, open the door. Like yeah. well, I was laughing earlier. I was saying of all the things in the show that Tony Soprano gets saved from, like his life is on the line in so many moments in oh. the show, and the things he gets saved by, whether it's like a glass of orange juice or a bottle <laughs> right. of orange juice or right. like old people ch- trying to open their door. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that have saved him over the right, years. Right. But um, I like. No, he's the luckiest people. fucking person. He's ever. the luckiest son of a bee out well, there. Well, so well, we you... were talking about it, like, yeah. So, so there's this theory that uh, that Meadow is really Tony's guardian angel throughout right. the series, um, and this is probably the first example of how she may have saved him because Fabi tells him, like, when Tony's eventually choking him out. Uh, he, he tells him, like, him. I could have killed you that night at the motel. I saw you with your daughter. I, I said to myself, look, he, it's just a coincidence. He's coming up. He's taking his his little daughter to schools. Um, and, and through that, Febby decided to not kill Tony when he could have easily. Right. And there's other instances throughout the series where Meadow is sort of, uh, sort of protects Tony. The first thing that comes to mind for me is, uh, you know, six seasons later, but... Uh, Tony coming out of the coma, the coma dream when yeah. you know when he's about to hand that briefcase, you know, to uh, to to Tony B disguised when he, when, you know, my whole life's in that briefcase. He's about right. to he's about to go towards the light basically and relinquish right. his life, and then she, then he hears Meadow's voice calling him, Daddy, don't don't leave us, Daddy, Daddy. Right. He, he hears the echo in the trees, like it's kind of this beautiful moment, and that's kind of what pulls him out of like, you know, out of death's door there. And then Justin, you had pointed out. I think you you said like the final scene at Holston's, right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I I wasn't sure if you guys want to get into the final episode, final yeah, moments yeah, of yeah, final yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, we just assume that everybody. But I will say though has, that I I think that one of the reasons my okay look I, I guess we're just gonna go here. I'm guess yeah. I'm gonna go out there. Tony Soprano was shot in the head in front of his family at Holston's diner. That's how the show ends. I agree. That's my theory. I've I watched the show enough times to that is my theory. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. It all goes black. Like Bobby Bacala said, it would. 
Mm-hmm. And um, all of these scenes of people coming in through that door at Holston's are basically his POV. Um, so then when it all does go black, it's basically like, you know, I, long story short, um, Meadow wasn't there. She was parallel She's parking trying to parallel park. She can't and park. And she wasn't yeah. there right. with him. Therefore, he was killed. And because all these other times, she's what, been there to kind of yeah. protect him in a way. And that's that's that actually really put some pieces together for me. Because what other reason, in the final moments of the show, does David Chase uh, like put a focus on Meadow trying to parallel park? Yeah. What reason? Right. Like, like, why is that interesting? Why is that important? And if it's I, be, if it's to say, look, his guardian angel is not there to protect not there him. to protect him. I, right now. I will say, so I just saw uh, Alan Steppenwall uh, did a Q and A at Skylight Books out here in L.A. Uh, this past Sunday, and he was talking about when he and um, his co-writer were writing the Soprano sessions, and they were sitting down with David Chase, and this was before um, the. Uh, I believe it was before the finale actually um, aired and just stream of consciousness, just like not even thinking about it, David Chase said, well, you know, when, uh, when Tony gets uh, shot at the end and just like, and they were, and they looked at each other and they were like, did he just say that Tony gets shot at the end? Right. Yeah. And, and then I guess his co-writer brought it up, but they were like nervous to even mention it. Cause they were like, if we mention this, like it'll be the end of the interview, right? Yeah. Uh, and and he actually did mention it, and he was like, "I said that," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," um, and he like tried to cover his tracks and stuff. So yeah. I do think that, and it's and, the most tragic ending ever, and it's actually probably one of the reasons that I still am such a fan of The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Is it's well, such yeah. a tragic thing to me that I think of how it pretty much went down and yeah. and uh it, it is there's a sadness to it that he, mm-hmm. i mean he, he was he was killed there was probably his brain matter was splattered all over the onion rings and all over the jukebox mm-hmm. and his son and his wife and as his daughter's coming in from right. parallel parking like she witnesses it it's mm-hmm. probably one of the most tragic things and it was so tragic that they could never put it on camera they could never that put it they on had camera. to right. just cut to black right I mean, I I appreciate that they didn't just because I do think that it makes the show continue to be rewatchable and like so not no, not right, but yeah, you can know, know, but but they don't know. They know, but they don't know. Yeah, uh, from, the, from the first episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pussy talking to Chris yeah, about Emil. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, also I think a little bit of that was uh, David Chase in a rebuke to people who wanted who in the entire series rooted for Tony Soprano for him to get you know kill whoever and this and that and they they were thirsting for violence and then all of a sudden they turn on him they they, they want to see him uh, you know he with his played brain both sides of like, the fence right yeah he didn't want to give the audience that he yeah. didn't want to like definitively say one thing or but another, for those but, of us like here at this table right. who are fans right. who really yeah. dive into every episode and find those little details he really does i think spell it out for mm-hmm. you in many right. regards yeah, the right. whole season does right. the it, whole oh, show it, does to me like I, it did in the moment and it still does when i rewatch made in america mm-hmm. it it still just feels like it's very obvious that he maybe doesn't die right there Don't but he stop yeah <laughs> yeah but that, but, that will but never I ring differently. He's going to get it eventually. He's going to get it eventually. Exactly. But, so, but I mean, to bring it back in, like this yes. is this yeah, is the, br- the brilliance of this. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe, 
Joe's checking his stocks no, a, right now. People are listening like, yeah. because they want to know about this episode, College, okay? Yeah, but while we got no, our guest, Justin, here, we might as well get his take on the finale. We might as well get everybody's take on the finale. Back to College. Joe's doing his fantasy draft right now, by the way. The relationship between Meadow and Tony is really palpable, though, in this particular episode. Yes. And I'm glad that we had this episode to kind of introduce their relationship. For sure. Yes. And uh, yeah, point point being, like the Sopranos is so intricate, you could take any ser- any episode that we talk about and relate it. Also, to this, the this finale is the f- or later you know episodes. we've talked in previous episodes about how like uh, the tone is weird, the it's still very sitcommy. There's still like remnants every episode of like they haven't gotten away from that jokey right. like sitcom right. feel. This is the first episode where there is no none, none of, that. of that jokey stuff. Yes. It feels very real. The jokes are there. There's still a the lot jokes of are fun there, moments, but it doesn't but... feel like but um bunk. Yeah. Well, you know? they also this is the first time that we see Tony Soprano are which at this point five episodes into season mm-hmm. one, people are kind of being introduced to him. This is the first time we actually see him kill somebody. Right. And right. I'm glad you're bringing that up because that is that is something we need to talk about because this was a battle actually for David Chase. Yes. Because um, at the network when they like did not give a lot of notes. Chris this, Albrecht, yeah, yes. was was he he said, you know, he he said to David Chase, like, we can't have our main protagonist of the series murder somebody in cold blood while he's taking his little girl to college to visit colleges. Right. He said he Tony hasn't earned it yet. We're only five episodes in. We don't know how the audience feels towards him. We don't know. We haven't seen him. He hasn't earned this murder, basically. Right. And David Chase said, "Look, if he is up there and he sees this guy who put all these people he cared about in jail and might have been, you know, the last stake in the coffin for his dad, then if Tony doesn't do something, then he's full of shit. And then the whole entire show is full of shit. Mm -hmm. Right. And and Chris Albrecht was like, "Okay, look, can't argue with that. Do it. Can't argue with that." And and it, it and it changed television forever. Forever, yeah. yeah. Um, and and to and this, it was brutal too. I mean, it wasn't like a, a, a polite little friendly murder. I mean, Tony's a, he's a brute in oh, when he's no. killing. They, it too. could he like David could have easily just shot him. Some ground, or, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. A silencer like Tony could have shot him from afar. Maybe that was like a, so and so says hello from hell. Right, and it's like, right. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, a little more palatable uh, uh, manner of of murder, but. Uh, but they really went for it, and this is the episode where, like, all the critics and everybody was like, "This show is is something like we've never seen before." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and Justin, you said while we we're watching that, uh, TV Guide said that this was the second best episode of television yeah, ever. Yeah, this is this is. I, I read this. TV Guide said that College is the second best episode of television ever, behind Seinfeld. Uh, the the contest. contest also. An amazing episode of television. Yeah, I think it's two, a, two of my favorite uh, I, shows. I, I'm not sure. I would, uh, I would, if we're looking at it from a standpoint of how it influenced television to come. Like, I don't. I'm not sure the contest was as influential. As whoa, this. whoa, whoa! No, yes, dear. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. You're uh, right, dude. No, TV yes guy's dear. always been anti what yes, dear. Dude, was yes dear. What was yes dude, dear? dude, fuck them. I don't even know what yes dear was. Yes, Michael Malley. <laughs> yes, dear was third. I saw Michael Malley at a movie dude, theater one Dude, time. if you work for... Is TV Guide still a thing? Dude, if you're out there and you work no, for TV Guide, dude, fuck you. You've always been anti-yes, dear. Dude, fuck off. Uh, but so that, that's that's sort of like... <laughs> Damn. Tired Dave's of this always shit. always got to go on his rants, whether it's dude, about... Dude, tired of this uh, shit. Hasidic Jews or, or Michael Guide. Malley uh, shows. Oh, um, man. But no, so... so Where uh, am I? Actually, the, the one of the writers of this episode... 
What did we say his name was? Uh, John Manos his Jr.? His name was James Manos Oh, James Jr. Manos James Jr. Manos Jr. Yeah. Yeah. James Monsignor Hans, Jughead. Monsignor yes. Jughead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he won an Emmy. Uh, he and David Chase won an Emmy for the writing of this episode. And we were we were joking in the opening credits when we just watched it before the podcast. And we were like, who's this guy? Because I'm not sure how many oh. other... Pr- like. Can't remember seeing him in the credits wrote, again. Yeah, uh, but he went on to create the show Dexter, which is also which, uh, like anti-hero, a, a like, killer yeah. at yeah. its center. Right. And for this episode to be the first episode where Tony becomes a killer in the audience's eyes, uh, that that sort of makes sense. It's this was also like, the first episode directed by Alan Coulter too, oh. who, oh, and he ends legendary. up directing. Game of Thrones. I, about 12, yeah. 13 more Sopranos episodes, including lot, like yeah. season openers, oh, season yeah. finales, oh, yeah. and Game of Thrones. I think he directed the pilot of Game of Thrones. Did he? I think, I think, he, oh, I I think he did. I think yeah. you're right. I'm not 100% on that, but, but I think you're right. But I mean, he really established like, himself yeah. as a director, I think, for this particular episode. So, for sure. And, um, yeah, it's, it was either him or uh, um, what's his name? Son from Eight is Enough. Uh, what the fuck? Michael Malley? Uh, uh, Tim Van Patten. Oh, Tim, Tim Van, Van Patten. Patten. Yeah, okay. Might have yeah. been Tim Van Patten. Yeah. Both those guys. But both those guys like, directed a lot of Sopranos episodes. Yeah. And, and yeah. a lot of like just other shows on HBO. I'm yeah. pretty sure they both. Also, too, if it's like the first episodes. one, it's like you, they have to have been paying attention to how this person directed this particular episode, and that that's a that's a you know an arc that they want to keep following. They want yes. to follow right. that. Oh, yeah. You know, Steve Buscemi's directed episodes. He's directed yeah. a few mm-hmm. and. I think he they kept bringing him back because Meadowlands was such a great episode for yeah, him to direct, yeah. you know. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, this was just a, a benchmark episode in like almost every aspect that you could you could think of. Absolutely. Um, and for all you guys saying, yo, the main discussion was long. It's because this is a, a, no, a pinnacle episode. Uh, we had to talk about it for this long because this episode is. Uh, I think the 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 best of uh, season one and yeah. and uh, one of the most important episodes. Yeah, we can just um, cut out Dave for like every anything Dave says. Yeah, this, that's this true. Part and we can yeah. shorten. Did we it. talk about the ducks? How there's ducks? Oh yeah, so, so many ducks. ducks in you want to say anything about the ducks? Well, I was what, just going to say it was, it was one of those things. That I, I I mean, it's one of the first times that I think that they bring back the ducks in season mm-hmm. one. It's a mm-hmm. season one episode one pilot thing, and it's one of the first times that they actually bring them back. Well, we see and, the duck like uh, it's a painted like. Duck. That's a decoration yeah. on oh, his yeah. on the travel patio. agency's yeah. uh, on the travel agency thing and uh, thing. And then you know, after he like kills him, he looks up into the air and he sees the duck. Sees the and duck. there's also outside Great of shot. the travel agency trailer, there's two duck wind chimes. Right. Oh, right, okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but they definitely play up the duck stuff in this, and right. they have a nice wide shot, which I can imagine was shot with a crane yeah, of him crane looking shot. up into the sky, mm-hmm. which Beautiful isn't an shot. easy shot to set up if no. you do any kind of film work. And and so they definitely took that as it's a very emotional a, like scene. Yeah, that yeah. was an important shot that they wanted. Um did you guys like I I all like watching the series, I always I always wanted the ducks to come back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was always just rooting for that moment. They kind that, of got away from the ducks those the show went I think I think it's, it's, I think the series animals. is better for it. Right. It might have been too easy to yeah, they Like I wanted other, like ducks animals. to like fly into Holston's at the end of Exactly. Yeah, that's why everybody wanted the ducks to come back in like the last <laughs> Save episode. Save them. Just the bookends. People Did like you order the duck thing, onion like... rings, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> They're cooked in duck fat. <laughs> it in all duck comes, fat. comes around yeah. full circle. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, brother. Uh, brother. Oof, Maron. <laughs> but, uh, all right, kids. I think, uh, 
I think that's that's good. I think so yeah. too. So much stuff happens in this episode, yeah. and you, we can't possibly cover it. But no. um, it's such a simple episode, but it's also such there's so, so much information and in, intricacies in it that are fascinating. up is a new segment here on oh a sopranos podcast professor paulie's pop quiz <laughs> basically what's going to happen is professor paulie you all know and love him is going to ask us 10 questions and uh we're going to see if we can answer them correctly and uh follow along at home and see if you can answer yeah if all you're these playing questions. at home Feel free to answer to uh, whoever you're listening with, or just yourself. If yeah, you're lonely, just shout it out. Yeah. If you're just sitting might be at by home. yourself and lonely, and you know, just listen to this podcast to make yourself feel less lonely. Right. So scream out the answer. Hey, yeah, just yell it out. Self quizzes. <laughs> hey, if you get all ten right, shoot us an email, and we'll. we'll whoa, give you a shout. whoa, I heard shoot first. So I was like, whoa, whoa. shoot yourself in the head. Uh, all right, because <laughs> you're a loser. Shoot yourself. <laughs> okay, go yeah, ahead. So, man. so. Okay. Uh, these questions generally uh, get harder as we go along. I'll start with some softballs. Oh, and also these these questions, they uh, they sort of stem from the episode. Some of them are within the episode. Some of them are just inspired by whatever's going on in the episode. But okay. but they can be encompassing of the entire series. Gotcha. Right. Okay. All right. So number one, what colleges were Tony and Meadow visiting? Oh man, Bates, Colby, Bowden. I knew you were going to know that. I, you, was I was there another amazing final, final answer. answer. How many are there? Do you know? Can you tell us? There might have been, I'm not going to tell you. There might have been four. No, there's only three because the, the, the well, season opens Bates, and he says two to go. Yeah. Bates, Colby, Bowden. Yep. Yeah, that's our final answer. I agree. Answer. Final answer. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Three colleges. You said that earlier. It, I was really yeah. impressed. I was yeah, like, good I job, to, Dave. Yeah. Pays to have a sister who was smart enough to get into Ivy League schools. Yeah, fuck you, Portland State. Not good for Metal Fuck you, Lobster You. Not on the list. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> number two, another softball. I feel like where did Tony go to college for a semester and a half? Seton, Seton Hall. Hall. Seton Hall. You all said semester together. and a half. All semester right. and a half at Seton Hall. A um, little harder. Question number three. If you want to say it all together, I don't know if you guys know. Where did Carmela go to college before Montclair, out? Montclair State? Yeah. Oh shit! Hell yeah! And she dropped out. Yeah. She did drop out. Doesn't like couple doesn't, losers. I've been to Montclair State. Oh, have you? Yeah, my sister did nice. play there. And he's, nice it's actually not that bad. Did you get no, nice. communion there by accident? I got communion there by accident. <laughs> and they had me teach a class on it, too. Impromptu. I love the world in which uh, Spellman just like stumbles into places and receives sacraments. <laughs> hey, you guys hitting out sacraments? That shit is good. Oh, I was hungry and they gave me something. What? You're a church. Spells, if you ever walk in somewhere and they start Free giving wine. you your last rites, uh, be worried. Okay, so uh, number four. We're moving right along here. Ooh, but these baby. Are easy, these are easy. Um, who did Febby 
make a, make a bust of for Jackie or Priel while in prison. And who does Christopher say he thought it was? Frank Sinatra thinks it looks like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> very well nice, done, very Justin. nice, Justin. Well done, Justin. Yeah, he knows the the lips. Right? I thought it was Shaquille, but right. but, the, but the one in the episode that we see predominantly is Ronald Reagan. And he with the big lips. And he that's how Tony recognizes yes. him as the rat. Because right. it has big lips. Big close-up. Actually, that's kind of strange that there's a big close-up of Ronald of Reagan's lips, lips yeah. and then also Carmella's well, lips. Well, Chris she... says that at one point. He goes, he needs to work on his lips. But motherfucker and needs to work on lips. On lips, yeah. 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 And so, there it is. All right. So... Another, another casual racism, though, in Uh-oh. the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, the lips was... look like Shaquille's. Yeah. Which there was that, and there was also a... Um, in saying that he, she's going to go to India and get diarrhea. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, just to throw that out there. Casual racism. They always throw a little bit. Not, the, not the first time uh, they jabbed uh, Indians, because then uh, there's also, uh, at the end of season two, the, the season two finale, yeah, ghee? Ghee. Clarified butter. Clarified butter. Artie just also hates Indians. Yeah. Um, okay, question five. You guys are killing it. What does Father Phil remark to Carmela? Really makes all the difference in her ziti. When it's uh, f- frozen, when it's frozen and it's the mozzarella is nice and chewy, chewy, reheated. There's a specific thing Asha. that he remarks really makes all the difference. Oh, Ooh. think about it, guys. <clears throat> Have um, I stumped you on question five? The mozzarella. I think it's the mozzarella. 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 Nice. Final answer. Yeah, I, I, mozzarella is nice and chewy. That's the only thing I can think of. It yeah. is nice and chewy. You guys consensus? Final think, answer? Final I answer? I think so. I can't think of it. Sure. I, it's probably not, but... Maybe y'all got it at home, because these guys didn't. It's red pepper flakes. Oh! It's red pepper flakes. Oh, of course. Right. Really make all you're the difference. You're totally right. they do. Yeah, but, but also, fuck that, dude. You put them on yourself. Yeah. I like no, putting the red pepper flakes on myself. She, yeah. But she, and but and she, do they not make a difference? They do, but like, is he implying? Is he implying that, that she baked the ziti with the red pepper? Yeah, no, I mean, you could do that. I know a you, lot of Italians too who would but be very mad there. if you added stuff to their. She just goes ziti. there. She just goes, man. I'm. You're gonna like it because it's gonna be spicy. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Yeah, Justin, She's as our first guest and an Italian, kind of. What What do you think? Yeah. Well, so is quasi. Paul. Yeah, Paul's also quasi Italian. No, have you beat? I'm seventy five percent Italian. What okay, you? you're more than I am. Okay, what are you like? Well, Justin had like? Justin had a little Italian flag in his room in college, so he's pretty <laughs> right, Italian. So that to me. might make you more Italian than me, actually. <laughs> I don't know. You both but don't what was look it, Italian. What was your question? <laughs> Yo, are you like? Uh, what do you think about the ziti with the the red pepper flakes baked in? I mean, I always, I honestly, I never really mess with red pepper flakes unless it's on a pizza and I'm feeling ballsy. But sure. other than oh, that, sure, like, I don't really mess with red pepper flakes, so I don't know. I've see, never put I, it on see, ziti. I'll tell you I, that. See, I like putting it on top. Yeah, myself. I like oregano, and I like. I'm like, ooh, ooh, nice surprise. I nice surprise. But I I come um, from an Italian family, also, and and you were saying that you know if you add anything, that's an insult. Yeah. But I I gotta tell you, all my family piling on the parmesan piling oh, parmesan on. is yeah, one thing that's just the, the accoutrement pepper, like but everything. like if you add um, salt and pepper like oh, fuck oh yeah, no, 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 yeah. yeah doesn't uh, uncle jun also describe uh carmela ziti in a you know like in other she episodes? must have some killers he says that he she puts says, something uh, in i don't know if it's uh, basil like the fresh basil. Oh, yeah, basil. the fresh basil. basil yeah and then also i think he comments on like maybe she uses like the sweet sausage yeah right right we're gonna have to make uh this this particular episode was 
was very, I mean, the whole show is food, wine centric, yes, but right. this particular episode yeah. was very, I mean, well, shit, I was, father, father, I was ready to eat snorer. a communal wafer by the end of it. I know. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. The schnorr, the yeah. schnorr, my favorite uh, Yiddish word. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to question six, you guys got one wrong so far. Damn it. Whatever. Fuck. Uh, did we, what is something that Febby Petrulio and Vito Spatafor have in common. And I'm looking for something specific here. They ass they, <laughs> <laughs> they both love leather. Uh, they both ran away to New England they to both, they bur- get away. They, yeah, they both, they both work England. in body shops? Or they both have worked in body shops? No. no. Uh, they both were volunteer firemen. You got it! You oh, got it, Justin! Justin. Nice, That's Justin. Forgot for. about wow, that. Wow, man. Nicely that is, done. That is a great That's catch. Right. They, they both run away to New England. They bo- yeah, well, so but that they is both, better. I was looking for, they both ran away to New England. On the I forgot that you ran away to New England, too. And what is it about New England volunteer firemen? I don't know. I, don't know. And they both I guess there's a lot fire. of fires in New well, England. Well, it's fucking boring, dude. Jesus. People just setting fires and oh, yeah, talking dude. Volunteer firemen. Yeah. Nicely done. That's now, funny. I mean, they bring that back in a yeah, way? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of strange. I guess it's kind of a callback. I didn't think about that. You're right. Good call, good call. Good All question. Right. This, this next one I feel like I should put a time limit on. Okay. Okay. Spells. You got to you got to you Yeah, a we should on there? we should definitely put a time limit on it cuz uh, I have one of those phones to that 20. doesn't have a timer. <laughs> well, you have a, a fucking Android, so maybe. Oh. Know. All right. What what is the question? Uh it Joe's put, put still like, checking his stock, so he can't <laughs> possibly bother. Hey, they're up. <laughs> put 1 minute in there. 1 minute. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys one minute. Stop mealy-mouthing. Well, these tariffs are actually helping my stocks. <laughs> Some of my income comes from stocks and blah, 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 blah. blah. Stop mealy-mouthing. Nicely done. Eat my dust, Donald Trump. Okay. That's a great Eddie line. is the first rat we see in the series. Name five other rats. Go. Jimmy Petrill, right? No. Ray Curdo. Ray Curdo. Big Pussy Bombacero. Adriano La Serva. We got four. Ray we got four. Um, we got four. Uh, oh, um, uh, fucking uh, uh, Jimmy the Rat. Jim, oh, you said Jimmy Petrillo. Um, um, there's one more. Hang on. Uh, um, what's his name? You wore the fucking hat. Oh, um, oh Jack Mazzaron. Jack Mazzaron. Jack Mazzaron. We'll take it. Yes. We'll oh. take it, even though he's not in the mob. But well, yes, no, but he is a rat. rat he was a rat, though. He is a rat. We'll and he wears the fucking the rat hat pack. at the diner. Which yeah, yeah, is yeah. Um, so you guys, I'm on the road game. I'm on the road game. You guys named Jimmy Petrill, uh, Big Puss, Ray Curdo, mm-hmm. Jack Massarone, and Adriano Lacerda. Adriano Lacerda. Uh, you missed Eugene Pontecorvo. Yeah. Sure. Jimmy Altieri. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which I, I feel like a lot of people might not know the difference between Jimmy Petrillo and Jimmy Altieri. Yeah, Jimmy were, Altieri got was the rat who got killed uh, in place of Big Pussy, basically, at the end right. of season one. Yeah, it still right. kills him. Do you guys know who Jimmy Petrillo is? The really fat guy. Yeah, the fat guy. No, that was Jimmy, Jimmy Altieri. Jimmy Petrillo. The fat guy. I mean, that's everybody. In <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Petrillo's in the, he's in the New York crew. He's in the New York yeah. crew. Yeah. He was responsible right. for taking down Johnny he's got the right. gr- He's got the white hair. He looks like a fat fucking... Gandalf fucking Oh that guy I'm talking about Gandalf. the guy He does. He has black he, He's in the scene With the Where they eating The lobsters uh, No No that's Jimmy no. Altieri You're thinking Jimmy Altieri 
Oh, but you weren't saying he was no, a rat. Jimmy Patrillo, no, Jimmy Petrillo. No, they're both rats. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's they're both rats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Petrillo is in the New York crew. No, I know. Yeah, you could also but say. But I was saying uh, that. Yeah, Jimmy Altieri was the fat guy that I was. Right. Yes. Was what's his yes. name? The twin brother of. Uh, uh, what's his uh, name? Larry, uh, uh, Larry, uh, Larry, uh, Larry Boy. Larry Boy. Larry, uh, no, 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 no. Larry Boy wasn't. No, Philly, Philly, Philly Parisi. Philly Parisi. Philly. Patsy's brother. He wasn't a rat. He was a rat. He was just talking shit. Yeah. Oh, he was just talking shit. I he just he got killed around. for talking shit about uh, but Tony. But, he was a gossip. I, but, but Larry Boy Barisi uh, actually did give information to to the feds. Oh, right, right. He ended, That's right. It was. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, yeah, so okay. anyway, so uh, question eight: <laughs> uh, Which three characters that have appeared in every episode thus far in the series did not appear this episode? Paulie, Sil, Sil, and Scangarella. Incorrect. Is Adriana in all those episodes? Um, I'm not gonna say. Until oh, Melfi, Melfi's. Oh no, she is in it. She is in she's it. In the, she's in it. Oh, I'm sorry, right, guys. I amendment. Uh-oh. Oh, oh great! You fucking up the quit your quiz. Four, four characters. Four okay. characters. Yeah, Adriana. We all we all remembered when they were writing the Declaration of Independence, and immediately Ben Franklin was like, "Oh, actually, amendment, amendment, actually, change, change." Um, <laughs> uh, so was it Adriana, 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 Polly, Sil, Polly, Sil, Chris? I mean, there's a Hesh? lot of characters Hesh, that, that weren't has in Hesh this been episode. In all? No, there's so many characters they have not to be in, this in all the previous four episodes right. as well. So I would have to say Syl, Polly, Adriana, Adriana. But she, she wasn't in the previous four. She was only in like the one or two. No, no, no. Before. She was in the first one. When she's the hostess in the first. Maybe that was she, her yeah. first. And then they decided like three episodes later to make her a character. I feel like she was in every episode we watched so far. No, huh. was she not? I don't know. Um, I'm not saying I'm terrible at this. Yeah, dude, Professor. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Uncle Junior is not in this episode. He's been in every episode. Of- uh, Olivia, uh, Olivia, 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 in this Uncle episode, Junior and and Walnuts and Polly Walnuts, Silvio, yeah, Uncle Junior. All right, that's our final yeah. answer. Final yeah. four. That is correct. Yes. Right. Nicely done. Nice. It only took us eight hours. <laughs> it took a little bit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Group effort. Uh, question nine: Which seasons did Father Phil not make an appearance in? Oh. Ooh. Um, hmm. You know what though? Season he, so he five. A, yeah, I would say like five and six because he kind of has a falling out with her. When they're when they're separated, I don't. Is he around at all? Well, at one point I remember like she has confession. And he basically leaves her in the lurch. Right. He basically says, "Look, I don't know what to tell you. Deal with it." That scared me. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. Um, and um, and 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 I think that uh, yeah, I would say I don't know five and six maybe. Uh, I would agree with that. F- five and are we separating six A six B? Uh, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll say five and six B. I would okay. agree with that. Final answer? Yeah. Yes. Incorrect. Oh. oh, he does not appear in season two. What? Oh, interesting. Really? Uh, and he appears in every other season, uh, besides six B. Oh uh, my God, I'm remembering of the scene of him in the final episode too. Of. Oh, no, which, no, maybe no, not. No, he's, no, no, he's right. not in six B. He's in six A. He's in six A. And he is in five. 
Uh, he is in five. Yeah, huh. yeah. He's at uh, he's at the party briefly for Marco Polo. Oh, that's right. That's, right. that's what yeah. the last episode like I'm thinking of, of is uh, yeah. for Marco Polo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And there's an Italian allergic to pomodoro. Uh, right. At, uh, Johnny, Mr. and Mrs. John's sacrimony request. Oh, that, he's he's there? he's in that he's episode. In the wedding. Yep. Yeah. He is there. Wow. Um, of course, there's food being served. Yeah, of course, yeah. he is. <laughs> Snore. Okay. Uh, so you guys are. Uh, I think six for nine here. Ooh, nice. We could be better. Nice. All right. Six for nine. (laughs) Nice. Final question. This is the first time we see Tony kill somebody. Can you name all the others we know Tony personally murdered in this uh, murders in the series? Bevel Aqua. So many. Bevel Aqua. Puss. Puss. Ralph Zaffaretto. Chris Moltisanti. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> Oof, this is good. You're missing some obvious ones. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Actually, you're missing one obvious one, really. Um. We've got four, and I will tell you there's a total of eight, including Febby Petrullio. Including Febby? Yeah. Uh, there's a total of eight, so like, so that's five. Oh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, fucking oh, yeah, Tony, of course. Tony, Tony B. Obviously. Yeah. Tony, Tony B. B. Um, Kills all his cousins, basically. Uh, oh, so you, you have six right now, because you have uh, Bevel Aqua. That's Puss, six. Puss. Ralph. Ralph. Tony. Tony B. Febby. And Christopher. Christopher. Uh, and then there's so what? Missing kind of, kind of. There's, there's one you're not going to get. <laughs> Actually, there's the, both these two you're not going to get. Should okay, yeah, sure. Oh, wait, wait. One of the guys that tries to kill him, uh, oh, when, yeah. when, when Livia and, uh, and Junior put the hit on him, doesn't he shoot one of the guys? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't no, fail. he, he, he just, he like, oh, he just like out of the car or something like but, that. Uh, I will say that I, I'm pretty sure that same episode, or, or maybe the episode after that, it's, it's end of season one. Oh, I don't you know. You guys aren't going to get it. I'm not good at season one. Yeah. But And there's an obvious one that we've up? missed. No, no, no. There's no... Yeah, you got all the obvious ones. I kept wanting to say one of the Russian guys, but it was, he never kills him, though. He just right. leaves him in a Christmas Yeah, he just... He beats window. a lot... Like, yeah, like he beats the, the shit out like, of people. Who but, is it? Like, the all guy right. in John's Pizzeria, like, he fucking almost kills, but right. doesn't. Uh, do you guys remember Tony... Uh, Pulling a gun out of a fish's mouth and shooting Chucky Signori. And oh, kind of, kind of yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. cartoonish, yeah. stupid kill. Yeah. Like, just in, like, that. a fucking, like, oh, yeah. just, there's, like, he had a, he's, he's in public, like, cars are driving by. Like, right. Yeah. We're going to get to that. I yeah. forgot about that. Chucky Signori, he was What a an guy. unnecessary Yeah, or maybe death. it was, was that season one? Or was that season that two? That had to have been season one. I think one. it was season one. Yeah. I think it had to be. Um, and then the other one that. is sort of, kind of. Do you guys recognize the name Willie Overall? Oh yeah. Well, that's because that was his first kill right. when he was there a kid. You go, and then they this they is why bury we have Justin him. Here. Yeah. Well, they they bury him at his uncle Pat's farm, and then right. they talk about Polly or Polly talks about how that was his first kill, and he was there with him, and they right. killed Willie. Right. Right. That was your remember, first, right? Remember one episode. Remember one episode when they and that was like, your first, like right? Little yeah. flashbacks, and you see like guy in in like a grave i forgot that we see yeah. that yeah. i remember that that was his first kill yeah. i forgot that we actually do a flashback see it. and you hear like a young Polly go do it kid <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, that's right right 
Uh, so yeah, that was that was the hardest one. So you guys were six for ten. All right, okay. it's not bad. Okay, all right. okay, that's not pretty bad. good. Um, I feel like bad. Could have done better, but I, it's all right. But uh, I think we should have been better, and uh, um, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like uh, such shame. Well, we'll be better next listen, time. Listen, I'll say real quickly, thank you for having me as a guest. I feel absolutely honored to be a guest on your guys' podcast. Hey, oh, I, pleasure. I listened to, there was only one other like Sopranos podcast I ever listened to in the past, and I remember the whole time being like, oh, I wish I could have been on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, we like, uh, we like to bash the other, yeah. we like to bash the other Sopranos podcasts on here. Um, I won't name shout it. Out. I won't name it. But, but we love them it was another time. one we that also, I listened to, and uh, we also love them. Shout out to Time Immemorial. They've been very supportive. Hey. Oh, cool. Hey. Uh, I like Time Immemorial. Oh, very, very nice shout out. Shout out to Vincent Caratola who uh, retweeted our uh, meme of him this nice. week. So That's true. I don't know yeah. that. Thank you, Caratola thank you, Vincent. Sopranos, Sopranos Con going on right now, right? Sopranos Con is happening in November. November. We uh, it's uh, they got Federico Castelluccio. Oh, doing, on uh, there. promos for it. I yep. think Dave yep. wants to have his second bachelor party there, so he <laughs> might be there. We'll probably just do a second bachelor party. Two yeah. weeks before his wedding. That's um, right. That's it. right. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, but why don't we... Uh, and... That was fun. Yep. I enjoyed that. Thank you, uh, Professor Pauly, for the quiz. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, awesome. it Great quiz. gave me anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I was <laughs> so back stressed. in school. You really had Back in college. Yourself. Yeah. And uh, speaking of college, this is a theme this week, and I thought we'd take a couple minutes at the end of the podcast to uh, talk about our college experiences since Justin and I went to college. Uh, I uh, had not... I had seen this episode before, as I mentioned, um, I think in our first episode, um, but I hadn't really watched the show before. And Justin and my um, uh, roommate in uh, freshman year of college, this was in uh, late 02, early 03, his mother would overnight uh, season four episodes on a VHS to us and we uh, would watch on Monday. Uh, and Mike uh, Magnolia and his Mike Magnolia. Shout out to Mike Magnolia. And uh, thank man. you, Mama Magnolia, for he sending us. Hey, he really did introduce both of us to this show. I didn't yes. know anything about Sopranos until Mike Magnolia came along. But Justin, you also bought the first three seasons on DVD, I which on DVD right was a baller away. move when yeah. we had no money uh, well, freshman year of college. Oh, and yeah. and you had uh, Magnolia had the first season on VHS, and we had a VHS <laughs> player that, too, that we yeah. would watch season one on. We played a lot of uh, uh, Vice City. A lot of Vice City. And we and we watched a lot of Sopranos that uh, freshman year. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys and ever do a, a marathon? Did you guys ever like sit down and watch a season? In not one together. I mean, not I together. Have personally, yeah. I've yeah, yeah. probably binged. I, I I I do this as a bragging right, but I also do this to explain to people how insane I am <laughs> that I've probably binged The Sopranos. I'm I'm mid season five right now on yeah. my probably twenty third binge. I'm nice. not kidding. Wow, it's got to be in the twenties at this point. You, I can't and say. I just I can't be. stop I watching the show. I did watch it all the way through um, because HBO was showing it mm-hmm. live uh, for the twentieth anniversary. So that was the first time in a long time I had watched it all in a row. We said on here that like we come home uh, and we'll watch like three random episodes here no, or there. No, no, no. No, no, no. When I was in college, I sat through an entire s- season in one sitting. So you're like the first one binge sitting. watcher. I we we did it. Yeah, we wow. we went we so went. Hey, you kind you got who with who? Uh, uh, my roommates at the time, Saki, who you know. Oh, shout out, guy to Saki. Sucks. Guy and, sucks. Uh, Anybody my, cool? My friend down the hall, uh, Brian Depala. 
Uh, Never met him. He sucks. From Bergen, New Jersey. Um, oh, but yes, yeah, obviously our friend Matt Hackoff did not. Where my watch. dad was born. Bergen, no, this is Bergen. freshman year when I. Oh, for, oh right. He year. wasn't. There. He was busy killing women uh, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway, sidetrack. Yeah. So. If you guys haven't experienced a Soprano season in one sitting, I highly... It's intense. I, 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 I will say, I, I did think about us doing that for our last episode it's, ever. It's a little dicey towards the end, but it gets <laughs> it gets in a, like a, like between 11 and 12 hours because each episode is like 50 minutes. Right, like right. Whatever. And there's so, but it's 80 like, something If you episode. start at like 6 o'clock at night, you're going to be going until 6 in the morning. You know? like sure, you're, sure. You're, you're, you're going... Like a long time to be sitting there watching. It. I, I will but say there's things you realize watching it, like back to back like that. Yeah, like I you credit see those like the callbacks and stuff. Some of like the like like that's when you re- start to realize things about the Sopranos. It's, like, right. it's yeah. like taking drugs. And In the end, that's the, the thing that I love the most about the show is that um, there's always something new to discover. And just the other yes. day, I didn't realize until your guys' podcast. And I'll repeat this again. That that wasn't actually Martin Scorsese. Yes, <laughs> I didn't realize that until Kundun. literally Kundun, a couple I liked of weeks it. ago. And I've watched the sh- show twenty three freaking times, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. So it's always something to discover with the show, and that's Definitely. the reason I keep watching it. Yeah, uh, I do remember uh, Justin when we were living together in what was it? Oh four or oh five? The poster we stole. Oh we oh we also <laughs> stole. Great. Uh, a friend of ours was a bartender um, downtown in in Manhattan, and we stole those Sopranos glasses from. Uh, we stole Sopranos they were, glasses. They were pushing season five, and they like. Uh, and there was a season five poster in a bus stop, and yes. we broke the bus broke stop the bus open stop <laughs> so that we could take the poster out. We ripped it out and we hung it on our wall at 84th and York. That's right. And it Yo, shout ripped, out 84th and York. By the way, I just went back. Time. Gourmet walk gone, dude. I'm sure it best is. Chinese food ever. Yeah, best. <laughs> uh, but I do remember uh, we were so fucking psyched up for season five. And do you remember uh, our our other roommate Jeff made that quiz of like fifty questions about like what was gonna happen in the uh, season, and we all had to guess and like we put money in and we stuff. Had parties like, and stuff. Our, and yeah, we do like Sunday dinner. Six, and, we had Sunday oh, yeah, showings. Yeah. And yep. then the big finale, the big season five finale was a really wild one because we had our friend Daniel Alberico and we had a big party. Yep. And if you remember the end of season five, the cops show up to Johnny Sack's house. No bullshit. The cops showed up to the thing that we were at. And oh, it was right. the weirdest thing. And it was because that they Not the heard, first time. It, they, but the police showed up. It was this weird experience. But... <laughs> Yeah, I um I call college and most of my friends and just New York in general are so representative of the Sopranos for me. That's why oh, yeah. I think I like the show. It's like I can go back and reminisce about college and and Definitely. New York and and uh, it's just... by the way, do you remember when I flooded our um, entire apartment building yeah, and yeah. Uh, the FDNY showed up? Yeah, yeah, you you you, we you were threw on the, up uh, so the... much you clogged the toilet. Yep, we were on the uh, fifth floor walk up, top floor, and uh, yeah, flooded the whole building. So. That was a fond memory. Right. Fond memory. Came home and there was water dripping off of fluorescent lights. We're like, this isn't good. <laughs> nope. That poor uh, married couple. They were probably like our age, that like the age that we are now, and they lived directly below us. They probably <laughs> hated their life. <laughs> if you ever want to have me back on this podcast, I'll tell you all kinds of weird oh, we'll theater next stories. Man. Oh, you'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You made you made your bones tonight. Man. Hey, that's thanks, right. Guys. It was awesome yeah, to be you here. Were great, dude. Uh, you you got to come back when uh, you know. Oh, met, listen, met there's in college. There's certain <laughs> episodes, and I'll just 
I'll just throw it up and be like, listen, I'd like to discuss this episode. When there's oh, a good Ghetto and Caitlin scene, then we'll then you guys will talk about. <laughs> no. no, no, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Beauty was definitely the Caitlin in that, re- that oh, relationship. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for being our thank you first for having guest. me, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, I feel honored, truly. Absolutely. Uh, and as always, uh, hit us up at osopranos at gmail If you have questions, concerns, you want to let us know what we're doing. Pod at gmail.com. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Sopranos pod at Gmail. Uh, and we're at, oh, at Oh, Sopranos pod at, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm also at, at David Futernick. Paul is at Paul Golias. Joe is at Joey spells. Yeah. Justin, where can we find you? You can find me at www.justinmork.com. And, uh, my Instagram handle is Justin Cognito. But unlike my Instagram handle, I'm pretty out there. So. Very nice. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. All right. As always. Oh! Oof, Till next time. Mother, don't you recognize your son? Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.